Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News with Wanda Black. I am your host. We talk to folks from all over the world, all walks of life, about all different things. But it's all good news. So enjoy this next interview. Joining me today is Reverend Michael Jackson. Yes, his name is Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is the pastor of Confidence Missionary Baptist Church in LaGrange, Georgia. And LaGrange is um, about an hour and a half. No, it's not an hour and a half. It's about 45, 50 minutes from Atlanta. And uh, actually, I worked there for many years. Um, How are you doing, Pastor? I'm doing fabulous. It's a wonderful rainy morning. Oh, it's really? It's raining in LaGrange. Oh, we had it yesterday. We had it yesterday. Look, so uh, growing up, did you catch a lot about your name, Michael Jackson? Oh, I caught it a lot. My mama must love Michael Jackson. She must (laughs) fell in love with Michael Jackson. Uh, Thriller, Thriller Night. Uh, Anyway, it's Michael Jermaine Jackson. Oh, Lord. So she was in (laughs) love. <laughs> that is funny. That's yes, man. Funny. Yeah, yeah. So I know you called it though. I know you. Called I called it. it in school. I hated for them to call my name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look, um, I'm going to call you uh, Pastor Michael, if that's okay, Pastor Mike. Um, tell us about Confidence Missionary Baptist Church, and tell us about your career. How long have you been pastoring? I've been pastoring here at Confidence for the, uh, it's been 15 years on September the 19th, May, 15 years wow. uh, that I've been pastor here at Confidence Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, started out with uh, seven people, um, small community church, but the Lord has uh, blessed us tremendously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you're one of the larger congregations in LaGrange. We are one of the larger congregations. Uh, God has truly blessed us uh, with a lot of things um, over the years. Uh, we believe that we continuously walk by faith and not by sight. So talk about what you do. I mean, every church, hopefully most churches, <laughs> most churches in America do serve their community. They have outreach. Tell us about that. Uh, we do a lot of outreach. Um, I believe when I first got here, uh, we started with outreach. The uh, founding pastor was an outreach pastor who Mm -hmm. passed uh, prior to me coming, uh, Pastor Robert Adams. But I had outreach in my heart. I I love God's people. I love people in general. And so uh, we are probably one of the leading leading churches when it comes to community outreach, uh, when it comes to a need uh, in the community. we do a lot of outreach because we believe uh, there's a great need in the city. So what sort of things do you do? Uh, we do uh, feeding the uh, homeless. We do, um, uh, we help with women's ministry. We help with men's ministry. We help with jail ministry. Um, over last year, we probably served about 25,000 meals, if not less, 25,000 meals. We mm-hmm. gave away 
over 10,000 masks during the pandemic crisis. Oh, yes. mm -hmm. um, we've served as a, a vaccine station. Not only last year, we were one of the first churches that hosted uh, a vaccine clinic for the COVID-19 uh, shot. Mm -hmm. uh, we just recently did it on September the 27th with the core group, which was out of Atlanta, Georgia. All they right. came down and we administered the vaccine along with the um, uh, our faith group, Sister Teresa Thompson. Uh, they helped us out and we were able to serve, I think approximately about 20, about 20 came out to be uh, vaccinated on that day. Mm -hmm. They'll return on October the October the 18th. They'll come back from nine to one. We'll do the vaccine. We also had voters registration that day. We had about 10 people that signed up to, to vote, which is still a, a great number. Uh, we had free cell phones for the elderly and tablets, oh. which were $10. We probably had over about 50 people that uh, got cell phones, about 20, 25 people that uh, received tablets on that day. We believe that the church ought to be a one-stop shop. They <laughs> and we try to set it up that they can um, receive those uh, resources. On the 18th, uh, when we do the vaccination, we'll also have um, Clergy Appreciation Day. As you know, it's Clergy Appreciation Month throughout the nation. And uh, the names have not been uh, told yet, but we'll honor some of the living legends some of the older pastors that's in the community, uh, we believe in honoring them because I believe that they paved the way. And so I'll honor some of them on that 18th by way of having a, uh, we'll have a luncheon immediately following the vaccine. Okay, okay. So now oh, we're gonna come back to that, but talk about um, how you got through, how you and your congregation really worked through uh, COVID last year? Did you shut down? Were you able to have service? Did you do everything virtual? How did you work last year in, in the COVID environment? Last year, we were able to work through the COVID environment. One of the ways we were able to work through it was um, we shut down for a uh, um, couple of months, if I'm correct. Um, and we had what we call a live stream service like everybody. Facebook yeah. Live, we did it. My daughter who's a singer, some of the praise team came out. Uh, I wanted them to uh, practice social distance and to be safe. Uh, we would open up, we would do a song, we would have service, uh, live stream. And we did that for a, a great, great, uh, probably about three to four months. Mm -hmm. And then we began to pray and pray and fast and say, how can we um, get back in church? We, uh, because people are getting accustomed to it. Uh, we don't have to go to church. We, we just do a Facebook and the Bible said, forsake not thy assembly of thyselves together. So mm -hmm. we have to, you know, grow together. And so we put in some precautionary measures. I have a nurse, have a young lady that's a doctor uh, and they're strong on making sure that we're safe. And so we met, uh, we set up some uh, guidelines of re-entering the sanctuary. Uh, we set up social distance practices inside the sanctuary. Uh, we had masks. We had we have a temp temp check even now. Yeah. Uh, we have hand sanitizer. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we try to watch the numbers as they come in. Uh, and since we went back, I'm probably thinking we went back last year. We probably came back in, or probably right after my anniversary. I didn't want to go in 
leading up to the anniversary and think we came in for the anniversary. <laughs> I think it was October or November when we came back in the church and we've been in ever since. And mm -hmm. uh, we've truly been blessed as a church. Uh, God has graciously blessed us uh, that nobody um, has uh, been sick or nobody has to, had to deal with it. If they came in contact with it, it wasn't by way of the church uh, and we practice it. When we leave church, we uh, exit uh, by different doors. We exit by rows. Uh, we can't uh, touch your neighbor, grab your neighbor. <laughs> I know, hug your, your neighbor. neighbor. <laughs> now, now we just say, wave at your neighbor, uh, tell them, hey, how you doing? And so uh, that's how we do it. But we still have a wonderful time uh, in the Lord. And so um, we've been able to do that. And we've shared that information with other churches, how we are were able to open back up and establish. For those that don't want to come, I don't pressure them. Mm -hmm. I don't make them feel any different. We still do our Facebook Live. I ask them uh, if you don't, if you can't come to worship, at least come to worship on Facebook Live. And some that we have Givelify, so they give through Givelify. Yeah, yeah. And so they have a way of still um, receiving the word. Our Bible study is on conference call. Mm -hmm. So we do that every Wednesday night on conference call. Sunday school has recently came back, uh, or we call it Sunday encounter, is what I call it, because we all have an encounter with the mm -hmm. Lord. Mm -hmm. And so we we just came back to that, and it's been wonderful. So, and this is just off the record personal kind of question. What did you learn about yourself as a leader and a pastor through last year, through COVID-19, through that whole environment, that process, because it's something we never experienced before. And I know most pastors, they love their congregations and here they are separated, sort of, you know, in a way physically from what they love. So how did you deal with that? What did you learn about yourself? I learned that uh, transparency is, mm -hmm. is a key. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to um, operate differently. Uh, one of the things I learned that um, uh, if you can handle pressure as a pastor, mm -hmm. uh, how to handle uh, different uh, avenues because we couldn't come in contact because I had people that were uh, elderly. Uh, mm -hmm. My way of working with them was we would try elderly, we would drop food bags off at their door Mm -hmm. We would have a team that would constantly check on the elderly. The disciples, we have what we call like a robocall. I sent out morning messages and I was sending out more then than ever. Uh, by way, and if you got it, you uh, would respond back. And no one could say that they didn't get it because ministries would spread it out. Uh, I learned for myself, uh, that's power in prayer. I learned for myself uh, that there is a God, that God <laughs> is able, because it was nobody but him that uh, was able to uh, keep us and keep me. But it learned, it learned, showed me how to uh, operate through it, because I've never been in a pandemic. That's right. Uh, it showed me um, that um, tough times, uh, we're going to go through tough times, but tough people last through tough times mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. by having God on their side. And so it taught me uh, a lot. It taught me how to pastor. It, it taught me some other areas of pastoring because never been there. The people hadn't seen it. And then uh, we lost some disciples past, not from COVID, but during that COVID season, we couldn't come into church. Mm -hmm. 
right. families would call and say, Pastor, we want to go. No, we can't. You, and I would have to pull out the CDC guidelines to say, this is why we can't do it. I don't want you to think that uh, we're not just having a service here. Uh, and so it taught me a lot of things uh, during that pandemic, but it helped me to grow also as a pastor. But it also showed me something else to wonder. It showed me uh, where our hearts is. Just because we're not in the building, I tell the disciples this every day, just because we're not in the building, the church is in you. You don't have to be in the walls all the time to be in mm -hmm. the church. And so mm -hmm. uh, we are the church. And so it showed um, um, some true disciples. <laughs> That's what my pastor says too. <laughs> uh, because it showed who was who. <laughs> it showed who was who because now you can't be seen on Sunday. Now you're not in worship. And so it showed, um, it showed the difference because nobody's calling your name. Yeah. Now it's just behind the scene work right. that's uh, transpiring. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know also that um, you uh, are the chaplain for the sheriff's department there. Um, when I was working in that area, um, it, it, they, they are just great in that department. Uh, what's that experience been like? Because I know that law enforcement are first responders and we lost all over the world. We lost so many in law enforcement and some of our first response responders we lost a lot of folks well to wonder i tell you i um i started out um as a chaplain with the police department over six years ago i've mm -hmm. uh, been one of the probably the lead chaplains again um the um i was inquired to take over one of our, uh, our senior chaplain he moved out of state and the opening came up and they asked, hey, Pastor Jackson, this is something that you'd be interested in. I became the senior chaplain. Well, I was going on multiple calls uh, because we had multiple issues. The sheriff department reached out and said, hey, will you join our team? So I made sure with our chief that, hey, is it okay? So I do dual roles with both of them. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a, a blessing because a lot of those families have joined the church. Mm -hmm. A lot of those families, because they know me Michael Jackson. They can't forget that name. Uh, it gave me a time for people to see a different side of the pastor because uh, they know most of the time you call, uh, they can have that one-on-one -on -one relationship. Right. And we, we have an understanding. Uh, a lot of times families will personally request, can Chaplain Jackson come? Mm -hmm. Can he make mm -hmm. it? Um, it's been, uh, some cases are tougher than others, depending on the case. Uh, there are times I have to go home and just really just uh, sit down and chill and get my mind together because of the sensitivity right. uh, of the case. Mm -hmm. It's been a blessing to the body of Christ because um, we've added numbers. People have literally joined the ministry simply because you were there for their family. Mm -hmm. um, I did the services of a lot of calls mm -hmm. that I've been on. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you say chaplain, the chief, the chef here, they have been so phenomenal. The department appreciates it because it allows them to work, but it allows us to pray for them uh, when they're going through because it's tough out here. All law enforcement is not bad. Mm -hmm. And so they need prayer. They have tough times. And so we'll stop by and be with them. And while you're on that note, it's good you brought it up as a chaplain. Guess where? Tomorrow, October the 8th, we'll be, as you know, this is Faith in Blue Month uh, for all law enforcement. 
Right, right. So tomorrow, October the 8th, we'll host here at the Confidence Missionary Baptist Church, the Faith in Blue Prayer Breakfast. We'll have prayer with law enforcement officers from Troop County, LaGrange, I think Hogansville, West Point, the local uh, fire department. And we've invited pastors to come in where they can dialogue with the um, police and sheriff and let them know, hey, um, these are some concerns I have. How can you help me? This is what's going on around my church. How can we handle security? Mm -hmm. So tomorrow at 8.30, we'll have breakfast. Chick-fil-A has been so gracious to host us. And so we'll have that tomorrow from 8.30 to about 9.30. And then, nice. and then mm -hmm. on Sunday, we'll be at the Sweetland Amphitheater. Oh yeah, nice, nice place. Yes, at four o'clock, we'll host the Faith in Blue, which will be the closer and we'll share. Uh, and I have a wonderful chaplain team and I'm so grateful for all of them. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. So let's let's go back to uh, your vaccinations on October 18th, 9 to 1. Is that open to everyone, no matter where you are? The vaccination is open to everyone, no matter where you come from. Um, we'll also offer the booster shot if you f fall under the guidelines that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, when we host it, the first one, we will have a few. If they are first time comers that day, we gave away a $50 Kroger gift card. Mm -hmm. And so if you came for the first time, you get a $50 gift card once you receive the vaccination. Uh, hey, we can all use some grocery. That's and right. so we'll have that and the booster shot on uh, October the 18th. That is awesome. And also, I know you said the clergy appreciation on the same day, but in November, you are going to host a virtual homecoming. Yes, in November, we'll have our virtual homecoming and revival be one day, possibly all in one on the third Sunday of November. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're kind of tying it together, uh, how we're going to, the speaker wise, or either we're going to bring in a guest soloist, maybe Dottie Peoples, if we can get it. <laughs> uh, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to having a wonderful time uh, where we can just come together, still practice social distance, um, but yet we'll still, um, we're going to have that because I think we need uh, to celebrate together the Amen. great things that the Lord has done, doing. And so we we'll have that in November, uh, which will be a one day, one night revival, homecoming and church anniversary. We'll do all that in one. All rolled up in one. <laughs> all rolled up in one. That's pretty awesome. So on the vaccinations on October 18th, tell us where to meet you. October the 18th, meet us here at the Confidence Missionary Baptist Church in the rear parking lot. You can enter off of Glen Robinson Drive or you can enter off of Carcourt Street. We're here at 705 Carcourt Street here in the great city of LaGrange, Georgia. We'll be here from 9 to 1. We're normally already set up at 8 o'clock and we're prepared to go uh, about 8.30. And so we're excited about it uh, on that day again, 9 to 1. We'll be here in the rear parking lot. If it's raining, we'll move it inside the uh, church facility so that those who come can be vaccinated. Uh, I also have something else to wonder. Uh, November the 20th, we're looking, we're still waiting to give away, if the uh, donation comes through, uh, 300 turkeys. All right. Uh, we're looking to give away turkeys uh, for families that's less fortunate. And so I've been talking with Tyson Food, haven't had a response yet. They gave us a truckload of chicken uh, two years, a year ago. 
And so we're trying to partner back with them to give away some turkeys. So if you know somebody with the turkeys and I am, we'll pick them up. We got 18 wheelers, we'll come and pick them up. Uh, right. Because we're gonna try to be a blessing to the community and those that are still facing hard times during the pandemic. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and tell folks where they can see you uh, since you're still doing virtual, although you're doing person, um, tell them where they can see you. What is your social media? My social media platform is uh, CNBC LaGrange on Facebook. Uh, you can see us there and it'll log directly to our Yahoo page. Or you can uh, friend request me, uh, Mike Jackson, that's M-I-K-E Jackson. That's my name on Facebook. I won't have on a robe. I won't have on a suit. I'll be casual, but you can remember this face. Uh, that's Mike Jackson. Uh, uh, on Facebook and then um, if you want to donate to any Thanksgiving giveaways and different things we're having uh, we have our church uh, information on there by way of Giveify. All right all right well thank you so much looking forward to seeing you on October 18th for your vaccination uh, day 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and we are so excited about all the things that you do in the community thank you so much for joining us this is uh reverend michael jackson cannot forget that name confidence missionary baptist church in lagrange thank you for joining us sir thank you so much for having me to wanda thank you to uh, the station we've truly enjoyed it again to bruce griggs for the connection we're grateful for it and we thank you for all that you do and we look forward to working with you uh in the future amen amen bye-bye bye-bye Thanks so much for joining us. And to be a guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. You can watch the show via PGN TV and all your digital streaming apps or visit pgntv.org. Hey, we'll see you next time with some good news. God bless you.